0: Nurse Wellness Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Better hey
1: hey hey what's up better nation i'm your host dr erica and i'm here with a brand new episode of the hit podcast better with dr erica now you know frequently people focus on married life or divorce but this episode is going to spend some quality time discussing how to be single and happy my guest is jackie Pugh. she is a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming yes and a certified life emotional and intelligence coach with an emphasis in singles helping people all around the world use their old flame to light their new fire. I just had to say that. So you might be wondering what questions this episode will answer. Well, here you go. Number one, what is neuro-linguistic programming? Yes, what the heck is it? Number two, why do people often end up in multiple relationships that are similar? Number three, how can you embrace being single rather than lamenting not being in a relationship? And lastly, What are some strategies to improve self-love? Whether you are dealing with a breakup, living single life, or in a relationship, there is something you can learn from this episode. So you're gonna wanna hear all of this. One more quick thing. You're gonna hear some shareable moments. Let me tell you how we share in Better Nation. All you have to do is go on social media, put the shareable tidbit, and use the hashtag Better Nation. It is that simple. So let's go ahead and get to the episode. See you on the other side. Better with Dr. Erica. Welcome to this episode of Better with Dr. Erica, and you know me, I'm Dr. Erica. I am so excited, and I know I say excited a lot. Maybe it's because I'm just a happy person, or maybe it's there just legitimate things to be excited about. I have a wonderful guest on for you today, and we're gonna be talking about some real life stuff. So you're gonna wanna stay on the whole time. So, you know, don't be pausing, don't be starting to do other things, because you're gonna wanna hear every ounce of this episode, because you know what? You already heard the intro, and you know, the whole world is always talking about divorce. They're talking about marriage. And sometimes I feel like people don't speak enough to the single people. I'm one of the single people. And sometimes it's like everyone's always talking about what it's like to be married or what they would do if they were single. And some of the folks I love them, I have a friend that does this. He's been married like 25 years, gonna tell all of us what we're gonna do being single in our 40s. And he hasn't been single. Since literally his first year of college, so I'm so excited to have Jackie Pugh on today because she's gonna tell you like it is, and you're gonna you're just gonna really have a good time. So rather than talk forever and ever, which you know sometimes I get on a roll and I can do, let me tell you a little bit about her. Now, you know I said for season three, I was not reading full bios, that even though reading is fundamental, even though I have multiple degrees and read well, that sometimes people can tell you about themselves better than you can. But there's something I have to say about her, partly because it's the coolest set of words, and I just want to be able to say it. So- Jackie Pugh. Now, number one, let's have a moment for how cool her name is. But she is a master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming. I mean, doesn't that just sound super cool? And she's a certified life and emotional intelligence coach with an emphasis in what singles and helps people all around the world use their old flame to light their new fire. Who doesn't want some new fire? And who doesn't want to actually get something positive out of the old flame instead of having tears and block numbers? So number one, I, I would give a huge round of applause that Ray, you are going to add in a round of applause here. So let's welcome Jackie Pugh to the podcast. Can you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Oh my gosh, you gave me
2: goosebumps. Thank you so much. I just love your energy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hi everybody. Um yeah, I think I think Erica did an amazing job summing me up and I'm so happy for all of you for having her for so long because her energy is just
1: contagious. Um Aww. what what would you like to know, Erica? Uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about your background and and what you do or what yeah. you're passionate about?
2: I am passionate about, which I actually love what we talked about earlier today, about single not being a bad word. It's not like the four-letter F word, right? It's not Oh, my God, you said it. It, It's. I'm tired of there being a stigma around poor you, you're single. And a lot of times it can feel that way. And I am a prime example. I felt like that majority of my life up until I was about – 32, 33, and I realized how to get my power back and how to make my single time my golden time. And because unless I was in a relationship, I completely felt unfulfilled. I felt like I was meaningless. I felt like I had no purpose. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I was behind in society, especially for those of you in your 20s and you're like, oh my God, I'm almost 30. (laughs) Like the pressure is real. And then you get there and you're like, oh, nothing really has changed. Everything is okay. Um, But I had gone through my share of very traumatic heartbreaks. Um... One that was so abrupt and out of nowhere. Like, I had a boyfriend that literally broke up with me by not coming home. We lived together. but Oh, Lord. That's how he broke up with me. (laughs) And so, you know, in that moment, I I really – I don't know. Are we allowed to say curse words on here? I I can mark it. Okay. I really had to get my stuff together. I really had to get my stuff together and – and just, I it was like, I need to be a boss babe in this moment. Like I need to just get myself together. I need to get my own place. I need to know that I could do this on my own and I'm going to be okay. And I did that. And I immediately met a new person and that ended up ending a very similar way. And then the next person did. And I, then I hated, it. I was in real estate at the time. I hated my job oh. and my friends weren't exactly aligned and I had bad family dynamics. And I asked myself, after literally being so depressed, Erica, I hadn't worked in two months. Mm. I couldn't get out of bed. And I asked myself one day when I went to the couch, I felt really proud. And I was like, what is the common denominator? What is the common denominator in all of the unfulfillment in my life? Because once I figure it out, I'm going to blame it so hard. And I figured it out. And it was me. And I had that whole victimhood moment for about five minutes where I was like, me? How could it be me? Then I realized, wait a minute. If that's me, then that means I don't have to look outside of myself. I don't have to wait for the job to change or the boss mm-hmm. to change or the guys to change or my family or my friends to change. I have the power to change it. And when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And when you know it, my my now life coach, he launched his very first group coaching program that wow. day. And it was $5,000. I had no idea how I was going to pay for it. I hadn't worked in two months. And I made a way out of no way. And I completely changed my life. And I went into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to like figure out how to find the love of my life, right? And what I ended up doing was spending six months working on my limiting beliefs about myself and my family dynamics. And those were the things and the reasons why I was attracted to and kept uh, creating the same types of situations in my life over and over and over. And once I changed my life, I was like, I have to do this for other people. I just other people don't know this exists and I have to do this to other people. And so now my mission is to help people turn their heartache into the best thing that ever happened to them.
1: I love that you – Number one, are transparent and allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to tell your story. And coming from someone who was recently ghosted. Oh, (laughs) and it's Halloween. This is perfect time. It it wasn't as bad as, you know, it's nowhere near. This is someone who I met for, you know, I'd been talking on the phone for a while. Then um, we met and then shortly after was a ghosting. Um. But I, I, I love how you bring up the fact that we actually have some control over your life. And I that's actually one of the things when I, when I read about you, um, all of y'all in Better Nation out there, if you haven't seen my book, it's called um, Fix Your Fairy Tale, A Woman's Guide to a Great Life, Love, and Legacy. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things in that book and that I love that Jackie's also talking about is a lot of times... As women, it's very easy to give your power away. Mm -hmm. And then you're not in charge of your happiness because you're taught that. Everyone's gaslit with the same story that if you're a real woman, you're going to get married. And not only are you going to get married, you're going to get married young and you're going to have kids. And then you're going to go to PTA, you're going to cook, bake cookies, maybe. Maybe sing The Hills Are Alive with The Sound of Music on Saturdays. And somehow do all of these things have, you know, a cute little dog and that's going to be your life. And what we found and what I found is practically for a lot of women, that's not not your reality. But I love this conversation isn't just uh, about women, even though we're both women. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, I think there are a lot of people out there that especially as As you get older, be you female, male, non-binary, or identify as something else, is that there are all these expectations of what life should look like at certain stages. Mm -hmm. And given that we're all human beings, the average human being that does not suffer from the autism spectrum (laughs) has some desire to be in community and in partnership and dealing with how complicated given how crazy this world is to actually successfully be coupled in a healthy way is a challenge that a lot of people deal with. So I'm I'm just mm-hmm. so happy that we're having this discussion.
2: Yeah, me me too. Me too. And and From somebody who is single and somebody who helps majority of my clients are single, not all of them are single, but majority are single, male and female, any gender, Um, I want to give people out there listening hope. 100%. And I can honestly say 100% of my clients end up walking away feeling more free and fulfilled. That's why that's my title, the Freedom and Fulfillment Coach. They walk away feeling more free and fulfilled and not needing a relationship. They want one, but they don't need it. And 50% of them have already found the love of their life. So it is it is doable. But I truly believe that the very, very first step to finding that love, and it sounds cliche. I know if I could find a better way to say it, I would. I've been thinking on it for years. But becoming your own love of your life. Like once you fall in, I'm a firm believer that we are put here to become happy without the thing that we desire most. And once we can be happy without it, it's like we've kind of passed a test. We've created space for it
1: to come into our life. I Can I just say I'm having such a ball, y'all. I, <laughs> if, if I didn't have stuff to do and Jackie didn't have stuff to do, this would be like the five-hour podcast today. I would love it too. (laughs) It it really would be. And one of the reasons I think these conversations are so important is they come up in so many different areas. I was having a conversation with someone the other day about, I remember going to a psychiatry meeting and a lot of, in most professions, there's, there's the big organization and then there are always these kind of women's meetings. And I remember going and making an active decision. I was not coming back anytime soon. Because it really was a situation where if you weren't married with kids, it was like you didn't belong there. Mm -hmm. And there just wasn't space. And the thing I love is that now we're starting to have conversations to, for women, make space of there being a narrative and identity for women other than being a wife. But also finding value in people other than being identified as a partner because a, a lot of times I see it with the business clients I work with, but also in my psychiatry patients is that all of these feelings around emotions and around relationships shows up, they show up other places. It's not something that's usually totally contained. So people bring all of, all of the frustration with their relationship, the frustration of not having a relationship The joy from being in a happy relationship or the joy of living their best life, being single and ready to mingle. People bring that to work. They bring it into their friendships. They bring that into their family relationships. It shows up everywhere. So I think it's important to have these kinds of conversations Mm -hmm. because when you're having these transformations that Jackie is talking about. Then you're actually, and you know I say better a lot, but you're actually able to be better, do better, and live better in all of the facets of your life. It's not just in your your romantic relationships that it leaves space for everything to get better
2: mm-hmm. everything because everything is connected. Everything is connected. And as you know, pretty much everything in life and and all the ways that we think and operate are all a pattern and we can figure out that pattern, we'll start to see, you know, all the different areas of our life changing when we take action on it.
1: I love it. Now, I do, I don't want to let this opportunity slide by because you do something that, I have some friends that do this, and I don't know if all of Better Nation knows what neuro-linguistic programming is. Can you tell the people a little bit about it? It's a really big word. That's what it is. (laughs) Do you notice I like saying it? Neurolinguistic programming.
2: It is fun to say. It sounds like so, you know, like I'm like a surgeon or something. But kind of. We we basically, it's kind of a good way of, of, of putting it. Um, I visually and verbally help people like surgically change their brains right? Everything that, uh, every literally every single word that my clients speak, I'm like, wait a minute, what was that? What was that? What was that? Because what words we speak create a belief in our mind. And whatever that belief is, our ego wants to keep us safe. It, it only cares about living or dying. And if it has a certain belief, it believes that's the safe belief to have. And so it's going to go out into the world and try to prove that belief true. And if you're walking around saying things like, I'm fat. I'm unattractive. Uh, nobody's going to want me. I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. There's no good guys left. There's no good girls left. Fill in the blank. Your brain is going to look for evidence to make that true. And so what I help people do is through visualizations, um, a very, very deep visualiz- uh, visualiz- visualizing technique, um, and along with catching certain patterns that we're in. I'm trying to lay like, like, How can I sum this up? <laughs> Um, we begin to rewire their brain. And in turn, that's how they end up having these results that we just talked about. But it it's it's very basic, easy work in my opinion, but it's not necessarily
1: um, I should say simple. In theory, they seem simple, but changing patterns of behaviors and habits is hard. Yes, yeah, not that not that's the way I wanted to say it. It's simple, but it's not easy. You know, and I I do believe it's it's nice having someone to walk the path with you and to help you Mm -hmm. because it's one thing telling people, oh, go say some affirmations. If you say positive affirmations and you believe in them, then that's going to change the the circuitry in your brain. But most people aren't going (laughs) to do that stuff all on their own and and take it to the next level. And then I, I love when you are actually working with someone and I do this with some of my therapy clients. Also, is sometimes we can't we can't he- hear our self talk the way someone else can hear it, mm-hmm. and and that's the beauty of sometimes working with someone is they'll catch these these negative beliefs or these false beliefs because a lot of times the negative beliefs we have about ourselves are actually false, <laughs> um, but they'll catch them when we're. It's kind of like when you. You know, when you wear the same thing, you know, you have something that, you know, you have that sweater, that thing you wear all the time, and you never notice there's a hole in it because it looks the same, or you have that document that you have proofread 30 times that you miss one small thing in it because you've looked at it too long, is we're saying this stuff all the time. So we don't always catch what's coming out of our mouth yeah, because we're used to hearing it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that's a beautiful way of putting that. I love that. Absolutely. Ah, thanks. You know, maybe you'll invite me on in your podcast.
2: We, maybe we will. <laughs> it's coming out soon.
1: I know. I, I don't know why y'all can't see us. We keep doing this little shoulder
2: shimming. <laughs> <Right>, shimming together.
1: <laughs> I hope you're having as much fun as, as we are. Better with Dr. Erica. It's time for What's Up with Dr. Erica? You know, I just can't believe that we're almost to the end of 2022. It seems like 2022 was just starting yesterday. Don't even get me started on how just saying 2022 sounds like a whole lot. And I remember the 90s, the 80s, and the 70s. But as this year is finishing up, I'm making some quality time with myself to think about what I want my life to look like. Now, it's hard to put together a plan and make goals when you don't know where you want to actually end up. Now, when I see... And imagine what my life will look like or what i want it to look like i'm thinking all of it from my home environment my relationships my professional situations my health my body literally anything i can think of just to put together a full picture of what i want my life to look like personally and professionally now my homework for you is for you to take some time and start honestly thinking about what you want your life to look like There you have it. Now back to the show. Better with Dr. Erica. As we talk about this, one of the things that comes up is, you know, how how strong our beliefs and how we feel about ourselves can impact so many dimensions of our life. So how would you tell people or what were some practical strategies to help them change from really just being focused on all the horrible things about not having a partner or wanting a partner or missing a partner or lamenting over not having a partner and shift that over to being able to embrace being single.
2: Well, one of my favorite things, and Chris Evans also talks about this, and whenever I do a podcast of some sort, I'm always like, Chris, if you're listening, <laughs> letting you know I'll totally date you, boo. Hey. <laughs> um, Chris Evans talks about this, and it's something that I have – done as well um a lot of times we think that we have to have romance with somebody else but even chris evans and those of you who don't know chris evans chris evans is captain america he will go out even if he's in a relationship and he will take like a week by himself in the middle of nowhere and he'll camp and he has a romantic moment with life and that's what i do i know the holidays are coming out and especially now people can be you know feeling extra lonely and depressed and why don't I have anybody and I'm not lovable. You guys, I am single and I will tell you, I'm single on purpose and I love it. <laughs> I love it. And I I will literally like at night, instead of feeling sad, like, oh, I have to go watch a show by myself or something, I will go make myself a hot cup of cocoa. I will put on my twinkle lights. As Erica can see, I love my twinkle lights. I'll put on my twinkle lights. I'll put on the fireplace. I'll put on my favorite movie. I'll grab my dog. We'll cuddle up. I'll dim the lights. I look around and I'm just like, "Mm," like I'm having such a romantic moment with life right now. And I create it with life because I'm not alone. There's energy all around us. Whatever it is that you believe in, there's energy all around us. You are not alone. So I invite you to... Change it up this holiday season. Like, just see, like, how can you have romance with life? Another fun little thing that you can do is when the radio comes on and you hear a love song come on, we immediately want to be like, oh, love songs. This is about somebody else, you know, two people loving each other. I would say probably about 90%, at least of love songs, could actually be your higher self singing it to you. Ooh. My clients
1: love this exercise. Wait a second. I'm thinking about what song do I need to sing to myself? Pick
2: one. I got mine. I love mine.
1: Well, it's so hard because like earlier when I was getting ready, um, my listeners know I'm good for like solo dance parties. Same. (laughs) And and there was this moment I always remember on Old School Grey's Anatomy, kind of it had already gone off the rails – but wasn't super confusing like it got for a while when Callie said that she knows she's doing well when she dances around the house in her underwear. I agree. And I always know I'm feeling good when I'm dancing around the house. And I'm sitting here now thinking of singing Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk to Myself? How does it go? Oh, Sing. I, I, my voice is not good. Can we talk for a minute? Oh yeah. Girl, I want to know your name. Like, I love. I know that song. That's a like, good one. Hey Mia, I'm Dr. Erica. That's my name. What <laughs> you want to do? Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just a softy, like I ruined Brian McKnight for my best friend. Cause I played it on repeat our freshman. Well, <laughs> that was our sophomore year in college. I mean, but I, I don't know why I was not having a breakup. I know this is a sideways but i just need to get this off my heart <laughs> yeah i want to hear it <laughs> i did, i was not in the middle of a breakup so it really makes no sense why i played these two songs on repeat i played um uh, one last cry by brian mcknight on repeat
0: okay
1: along with um baby when will i see you again <laughs> I, I, hadn't even, I hadn't even broken up with anybody but i literally was playing breakup music 24 hours a day Wait, were you light, were you sad or were you happy? No, I was happy. I just really liked the songs. And now to this day, my best friend will not listen to Brian McKnight. I ruined <laughs> I ruined him forever for her.
2: <laughs> well, she has some amazing memories with you, though.
1: <laughs> she does. She does. But yes, I can't wait to do that. Like, well, as soon as we get off here, well, I have a quick coaching call I have to do. But after that, we about to turn on some love playlists and I'm about to be saying to yeah sing it to yourself baby it's so I I love that what else you got
2: um okay we talked about that one that one law of reciprocity give love if you want to get love my invitation is to give love Okay, Mm -hmm. What we give we get back and it might not necessarily come in the form of romantic love But you will start receiving love in different ways Whether it's a stranger holding the door open for you or fill in the blank If you want to get love give love so do something This holiday season for somebody else if we're dropping this in the holiday season, I don't know
1: Yeah, (laughs) well the good thing is is anytime soon is pretty much the holiday season because it's almost november <laughs> that's it's very it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy do do
2: something for for somebody else buy that cup of coffee for that person behind you leave a note on a stranger's car saying have a great day buy flowers and just hand them to somebody do something nice for somebody else and I guarantee you will feel
1: immediately better about yourself on the inside I totally love that because that kind of also put you in that space of law of attraction, mm-hmm. that if, if you're giving love and you're feeling love, you will attract more exactly. love. Yep, exactly. That, you, that you're creating the state that you want to
2: be in. Yeah. So those are my my, my top three that I like oh. to give around this time.
1: Well, and I'm not going to ask you for more because then people need to come visit you and see your stuff. Oh, that is true. That's very I, true. I can't lay out all of your secrets.
2: <laughs> which I love that you said secrets. I just came up with the seven secrets to being single AF and loving life. Ooh. If wants them, uh, you can send me a note. I'll send them to you. But they're fine. Ooh.
1: I'm I'm excited. But I love all of that. And one, um, I had a guest before, Dr. Alexandra Stockwell, and she also had talked about washing your face in a sensual manner. Ooh, I love that too. And, and then sometimes I'll be doing this. I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be. sexual healing yes and then especially like i i have a thing for at night i use cleansing balms so they have a different kind of texture and and now i'm i'm now becoming obsessed with uh with facial oil so don't let me do a cleansing balm and then slowly rub the facial oil on my face but
2: i'm gonna start washing my face like that now
1: too Yes. I mean, it's something it's it's something wonderful. And I I love this idea of of doing things for yourself and manifesting that kind of loving energy that you want towards others. And I love the fact that what you're mentioning, they're not high energy intensity things. These aren't these aren't things that you've, you know, you got to save up a couple of paychecks and pay a grand on or that's going to take. 10 hours to do in your busy schedule. These are things that take, you know, can be take as low as one or two minutes, Mm -hmm. but can make a difference.
2: Yeah. And some of it you're probably already doing. Like you're already listening to music on your car ride home, you're already doing things like that. So you just get to switch it up with some better energy for yourself.
1: Oh, I love it. Now we're talking about some ways to embrace being single. What are what are some strategies, or what do you have to tell people about actually surviving breakups? Because I I know people have been having the breakups, and the pandemic has been a little bit difficult on the relationships <laughs> at times. Yeah, yeah. My my
2: biggest tip, and I know a lot of people are probably like, "Come on, feel it, feel it." Uh, The story that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast with the guy that broke up with me by not coming home, and I was just like, I got to, like, figure things out, right? I had just – fast forward three years. I had just created my program, Burn, using your old thing to light your new fire. And at the time, it was specifically for breakups. And that's when I realized I was having all of these health problems. Like, I had gone to so many doctors, blood tests. Um, it'd be energy like this, completely fine and normal. And out of nowhere, it would be like somebody slapped me across the face, and I would be completely lethargic. If I had plans, I had to cancel them. I would have to take a nap three to five hours every single day on top of nine hours, uh, nine hours a night. And I'm like, This is not normal. And the doctors are like, You're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Well, I saw a holistic doctor and she ran tests on me, and she was like Jackie, your your adrenals, which are your energy, she's like, they're completely shot. She's like, your hormones are that of a postmenopausal woman. I didn't even have testosterone left. Mm-hmm. And she's like, the good bacteria in your gut should be about 120 to, to 280, I think. And I had 12. She's like, there's clearly something going on, but I don't know what it is. In this time frame, I had realized that I had never dealt – with the breakup oh. that, I, that I survived through, we'll put. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to be sad for the first time in three years? And that's when it dawned on me. I was like, oh, my God, three years. Three years is the amount of time that I have needed these three to five-hour long naps every single day. But it wasn't connecting for me. Mm-hmm. Then I felt like a hypocrite because I'm like, who might I to have a breakup program when I have a breakup pro- that I haven't even dealt with myself? But then I was like, but that's not intentional. I didn't, I didn't know. And so I became my very first client. I was like, I got to make sure that this stuff works before I give it to the public. Put myself through it. And the very first thing that I do with my clients is I take them through a very specific process to um, deal with their emotions in a healthy way. And so I went out and I did this process. And it was a Sunday. I saw my doctor the following Friday, and she just was looking at me like, I don't know what to do for you, and because she didn't know the root cause of it. And I was like, Rachel, I guess I'm going to tell you. I just did X, Y, and Z on Sunday, and I haven't needed a nap in literally three years, all week long. And she just looked at me and was like, it's all been emotional. So what we don't cry, our emotions cry. And my body was literally like dying on the inside out. Like it was shutting down, trying to tell me there is something here. Oh, I have so many goosebumps. There is something here that you have not dealt with. You have to deal with this because energy, emotions are just energy in motion and they're meant to come through and we experience them and they pass. But with society, like we talked about earlier, today, emotions come through and we're like, that's not a cute one. So I'm going to shove it down and I'm going to carry it with me everywhere I go. And how you brought up law of attraction, like energy attracts like energy. And then we get mad. Why do I keep getting in the same types of situations and meeting the same types of people? More than likely, we haven't dealt with what we have going on inside. And so my very first tip for people is to allow those emotions in a healthy way. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to scream, scream. Do it in a healthy way. I highly advise, like, I got through it because I had coaches of my own. I had a therapist of my own. Mm -hmm. Um, Get support if you can, but allow yourself to feel those emotions without guilt. That's the very first step. Don't jump, don't, don't jump from person to person to person and try to get under somebody to get over somebody because it's just going to add more and more and more pain on top of what you already have going on. And you're causing pain to somebody else because they might be looking for love and you're just looking to heal.
1: Oh my gosh, if I had... I feel like I should be like, can the church say amen? Like, <laughs> if I had a fan, I'd be doing the old, la- old black lady in church thing, waving a fan and jumping around and doing all that with my feet. But, um, y'all, I'm over 40 and comfortable. I'm not getting out this chair <laughs> right now. But I, I love what you mentioned. I love that you highlighted you had a therapist because what happens a lot of times, and I feel like this was already a trend before the pandemic, but especially in the pandemic was that with the advent of so much content between internet and self-help books, and then you got to the pandemic and, you know, there are a million master classes and all of this free content out there that I, I, I think it's kind of sold people this false bill of goods of you have the capacity to do all of this healing on your own. Mm-hmm. And one thing I like to to mention to people is, is that, Yes, sometimes you can heal on your own. Sometimes you can't. The other thing is typically you will heal faster. Ten times, a million times faster. With professional assistance. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the reasons why I had a conversation not too long ago um, about some of my colleagues that do coaching that a lot of times it's helpful to have people have therapists because then when they get these other blocks or, or need to do some of this emotional processing, there's a safe space with someone that's trained to help do that. And I, I love that we're having this moment because sometimes when you're starting to peel back the layers on some of some of the relationship hurt is you start realizing all these other things are behind it, be it past traumas, you know, from traditional trauma that people think about, like, us, you know, the old school assaults, molestation, physical abuse, emotional abuse, but also times where food, there was food insecurity for a lot of people. Microaggressions are traumatic. Um, there can be traumatic issues in relationships, like you had a traumatic breakup. That was a trauma.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes it's helpful to have some professional assistance to be able to hold safe space for you while processing some of those emotions so that you don't have to feel like you have to do that all on your own. And the great thing about all of us that are mental health professionals, we're literally paid to be your safe place. We're paid to be that space for for you to land while you're processing this to also kind of help show if there are little pieces or blind spots that you may not see because they're they've been with you. You know, if you've been carrying a piece of luggage forever, you're not going to notice you're carrying it anymore. You know, how many of you have had those real heavy backpacks or those purses that a dead a dead body could be in and you don't even notice how heavy your purse or your backpack is anymore because you've been carrying it so long. So I I love that we're holding space and having a conversation around this. Because the other thing that can happen in these environments is sometimes people are actually having difficulties with anxiety, they're having PTSD, they're having depression, they're having something else go on at the same time that isn't as easy to work through in a self-help book. And one thing that hurts me the most is seeing people struggle when they don't need to struggle, Mm -hmm. especially struggling for long periods of time when there are people that could help. And then you're sitting up and you've lost time that you can't. Get back, you know, we all want to hope we're going to be on this earth till we're 90 or 100, but we never know how much time we were actually delegated to physically walk on this plane. And I just want everyone to be able to find joy and enjoy each moment you have here. I'm not saying that life is, you're going to be like old school cartoon happy, happy, joy, joy every single minute, but that the overall capacity for joy and love is is present versus it being more struggle bus constantly.
2: Mm -hmm. Amen to that girl.
1: Well, you know, I do what I can.
2: (laughs) Well, it's wonderful.
1: I I ended up with a whole lot of education. Same. (laughs) I know. But, but I mean, I totally love, I, I love what you do. And I love that you are helping people empower themselves to live healthier lives because at the end of the day it's not just about being comfortable being single or having what kind of relationship you're in it's just all of us I think all the thing we have in common is we just want you to have a healthy good life
2: Mm -hmm. yep from the inside out
1: and you know a lot of us have I've been there with the I am I am not perimenopausal but uh I was so stressed out my testosterone was undetectable it's the same. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're saying I was like, oh, I had that, I had that, I had that. And it was all stress. So yeah. Um, but I I think it's important that as we're taking these journeys, one of the things I love that Jackie talked about is as you do any of this kind of work, is it's that ability to sit with yourself, be honest with yourself, and be present because that's gonna help you and your internal barometer get even sharper. To know when you're out of balance, so that then you can seek the help you need to get back in balance. Mm-hmm. You're missing all of my dance moves out there while you're listening. They're
2: really cute, guys.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I have moments of the dance moves, but I'm just so excited. I feel like I'm gonna have to have you come on again.
2: Oh, I would love that. I would love it.
1: Better with Dr. Erica. Better Nation is the community of people that follow the Better with Dr. Erica podcast that are like you and want to be better, do better, and live better. By becoming a member of Better Nation, you also get to receive member-only bonus content to put you officially in the inner circle, show notes with timestamps so you don't have to search for your favorite moments, and some bonus free coaching tools. So visit JoinBetterNation.com, that's JoinBetterNation.com to become a VIP and be a part of Better Nation.
0: Better with Dr. Erica. Better with Dr. Erica.
1: I love it. Are you ready to move into the speed round?
2: Yes, It sounds so fun. All right.
1: So I love that we've already been talking about music. What are your three favorite songs?
2: Okay, number one is "Call Me Up" by Thomas Rhett. It's a country song, but it's like very fun, flirty song. Probably anything by Taylor Swift for the most part. (laughs) Huge (laughs) Taylor Swift girl. Um. and the third one, I'd have to say, it's a mix between, and these are my love songs to myself. I got these fresh eyes. Never seen you before like this, the Andy Graham <laughs> song. And the other one is I Like Me Better Than When I'm With You by Love. Aww. And those are the ones that I sing to myself.
1: Oh, I love it. Ooh. I always love this part because then I was like, I'm like, oh, I need to add more things to my playlist. <laughs> yeah, you probably get really good ones. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, it's like my guests are eclectic enough that it's it's very rare I hear repeats of the same song. Oh, so yes. so I I always get to hear about sometimes music I don't necessarily always listen to myself, and I'm like, no, no, no let me go listen to this. Let me go find this.
2: Yeah, I love that.
1: Probably the most creative one those has been um, Winter Wheeler. Her, one of her favorite songs is this song called "Milk Money." I think by I by, by Fergie. <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, okay. She had my mama listen to it. My mom's like, okay, I went and found the song. (laughs) That's amazing. I know. So I know we've been talking about a lot about loving yourself. What is one free thing that you do for self-care?
2: I really thought about this. And honestly, (laughs) naps. (laughs) I'm not mad at you are my jam, you guys. If I'm ever feeling depressed, it's a nap. If I'm ever feeling overwhelmed, it's a nap. If I'm ever feeling like I have low energy, it's a nap, but a 20-minute power nap. And then I immediately feel so much better. Like, I'd say 95% of the time.
1: Oh, I'm down for that. A friend of mine, it was so cute. She was um, going on um, leave for a while and she actually, um, her out of office, mentioned the nap ministry. <laughs> She's at the, at the nap was, ministry. There <laughs> is a nap ministry. Who knew? So what's one thing about you that most people don't know? I am one of the voices of Strawberry Shortcake. <gasps> what? Wait a minute. <laughs> Which one were you? Or were you actually Strawberry Shortcake?
2: I oh, was Strawberry Shortcake. <gasps> no. One. One of them. One of them. <gasps> no. Yeah. which is so a, a dream just a dream come true for me it didn't end up going as far as we wanted it to because networks change and stuff like that but yeah it was i i sobbed when i got the news i sobbed i was so excited
1: that is so cool i feel like i'm super excited <laughs> i'm like you okay grew up with her too right yes i <laughs> did i did and all the scratch and stiff stuff
2: with it too <laughs> yes although now she's like really cute and sexy,
1: you know? Definitely not the same she she <laughs> was, there was was nothing sexy about her back in the day, but we weren't trying to be sexy. <laughs> yeah. So even though they try to say uh the pandemic is over, what's something that has helped you get through the pandemic? Guitar lessons. Ooh, that's how I really like want
2: to learn guitar. And so I I did virtual guitar lessons and it was I got to play my, my Taylor Swift songs. I'm learning how to play a pool. So that-
1: oh. I have this feeling of of you walking around singing Shake It Off now.
2: Oh, and I'm going to have to learn that one now.
1: <laughs> that, I think that's my
2: favorite Taylor Swift song. It's so fun. It's so fun. And it's actually so good for what we talked about today. You know? Like, anything society's throwing at you about being single, just shake it off. Like, yeah. Their dream, not yours. I know.
1: If I had the rights to that music, we might play it. But I don't, so we're not. <laughs> We're just going to act like we did. Okay. Yeah, deal. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some final thoughts or takeaways that you have for the people?
2: I'll leave you with my favorite mantra. And my favorite mantra is, if you don't ask, you'll never know. So whether it's asking that hot stranger out or asking for support and therapy and coaching or asking for the dream job, you'll never know unless you ask. And if you, uh, let's say it is the hot stranger and you're like so scared to ask that hot stranger out. Worst case scenario, in all of the scenarios I just brought up, worst case scenario is you get a no and you're in the same exact spot that you already were. Best case scenario, they say yes and now you have a hot date or your dream job or fill in the blank. And you don't have to be 100 years old, lying in bed, about to transition to the other side wondering what if. If I'm ever scared, that's when I, I like. go there and I'm like, am I going to regret not doing this thing or asking? And if it's a yes, I do it. Ooh. So that's my invitation for you guys.
1: I love it. I'm, I'm kind of sad. I'm trying not to like start pouting because we're wrapping up. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. So we talked about that great piece of advice. Where can the people find you if they want some more Jackie Pukes? Yeah, you can go to my website,
2: fill out an application if you're interested in Burn. Um, That's a small group thing. So I only do it usually twice a year. Next one is until January or February and only take 10 people at a time. Um, So you can go there or you can hang out with me on Instagram. That's usually where I am the most, Jackie underscore Pew. Um, and, And I always answer every message that comes in, every comment that comes through. I'm there.
1: I'm about to start sending random messages like, what you doing? you like, I'm dancing what? to shake it off. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And if you didn't get that, it is in the description. So you will find it. So the first thing I have to say is, number one, thank you, Jackie, for spending time with us thank you, for- um, and gracing us with your presence. The next is I have to give a shout out to all the Better Nation because you know what? You showed up. Not only did you show up, you technically supported me, but the biggest thing is you showed up for yourself. So I'm giving you a virtual round of applause for the fact that you took some time for yourself. And um, I'm torn on my personal final thoughts. I'm going to do two. One is I keep telling y'all about these quotes on these little cards by my desk. And um, this one just resonates with me, the one for today. It says, as you grow older, you'll find that the only things you regret are the things you didn't do by Zachary Scott?
2: Are you joking me right now? That's
1: what was up here today. Come on, what are uh, the chances? <laughs> but I, but I feel like someone's grandma probably said it first. Uh, <laughs> but, well, we did, but like, we, li- we literally just talked about that. Like, what are the chances? It's it's synchronicity. I love it. Um, what I would say the most is my takeaway thought for the day is remember that you are special and you were created special in a special way to walk this earth and you were not created to be miserable. So whatever those steps that you need to take to not be miserable, do that because you were not created to perpetually be on the struggle bus. And I often see people kind of, um, there's a thing we talk about in child psychiatry called the good enough parent, where it's like the parent's not bad, they just good enough. And I feel like a lot of times people will settle for a good enough life. It's not terrible, but it's not really good. They're not really enjoying life. They're not necessarily feeling appreciated or full of love, but they're able to work, make some money, pay some bills and stuff. And and I really wanna encourage you to not settle with just being able to survive. So whoever that is, be it a coach, be it a therapist, be it a psychiatrist, be it a naturopathic physician, be it an acupuncturist, be it a Reiki person, whatever it is that you need to add to your wellness team, or you know, or if it's you need an, a business coach because you're looking for something get whatever help you need. I I feel like we waste too much time trying to come up with solutions on our own instead of leveraging information that's out there because there's someone that's an expert in it that we could have utilized and then we've wasted time. So you deserve a great life. You deserve to be better, do better and live better. And I'm not going to be happy sitting here, watch you not do it. So that's my final thought. So, number 1, thank you for coming. The next thing is take your left hand, put it on your right arm. Take your right hand, put it on your left arm. Give yourself a huge squeeze unless you're driving. In that case, you have to wait till you get parked cuz I'm not getting I'm not going to be responsible for that car accident that you might have when your hands are off the wheel. If you like what you hear, do me a favor, please. Share the podcast. Don't let us be the best kept secret. Tell your Uber driver, your Lyft driver, the person in the cafeteria, you know, the person on the other end of your Zoom or your Microsoft Teams, if you're still at the crib working from home, your family, your friends, whoever's, um, you know, we're, we're here to really help others, and it really makes a difference. The next thing, if you also like what you heard, please follow or subscribe. It helps us get even better content for you, and I appreciate it. The next thing is um, rate or review. I'm going to be like that Uber driver, please, five stars only, five stars um and leave reviews that really also helps us have more content. Um, And I would really appreciate it. And the next is just have a wonderful day. You deserve it. So until next time, have a better day. Find me on social media at Dr. Erica, D-O-C-T-O-R-E-R-I-C-K-A on all social media and online at betterthepodcast.com. That's betterthepodcast.com. If you like what you heard, tap on that subscribe or follow button. Then click share and click rate and review. Now don't panic if you don't see rate and review. Sometimes it mainly shows up on Apple Podcasts and Audible. But I appreciate hearing your feedback. Check back weekly for new episodes. They drop on Tuesday mornings. Until next time, be better, do better, live better. Better with
0: Dr. Erica. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, Nurse Wellness Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.